You're listening to Grindhouse Courthouse, the show where we put movies on trial to determine whether or not it has committed too many movie misdemeanors to be considered viewable. Please rise for nobody, because this is a deposition episode. Enjoy! Wolf Warrior is a 2015 film directed by Wu Jing. It was released in China and also in some streaming services. <laughs> That's about Perfect. all we can realistically say about this movie. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, good night. How's that? Solid. Perfect. Solid. <laughs> and to be clear, it was written, it was written, directed, starring, key grip. Um, <laughs> best boy, best boy, Winchin, Wuchin, Winchin, Wuchin. Shit, I I went Wu Jing. Thank it, you very is much. Is it there a G at the end? Uh, uh, yes. yes, yes. Um, to any of our fans who can actually pronounce any of these names, um, we're doing our best. Give us a break. Like you know, you know, we're gonna be bad. Yeah, we're not doing it intentionally. We tried, and we're just we failed. Much like most of this podcast, so please just bear with us. A plus for effort on all of this. Any complaints could be directed to at Dave. <laughs> nah, you'll have to edit out his last name. Sorry, cut that, cut that whole joke. No, that's fine. Cut. We got the we got the edit. Uh, I'll just beep it out. Bleep. It's fine. Yeah. All right, keep it in. <laughs> okay. So, um, what's Wolf Warrior about? Can anyone sum it up in a single sentence? Killing wolves. <laughs> that's part of it. That is definitely part of it. That's in the middle, for sure. Do you want to give it a shot, Tom? Uh, yeah, Chinese uh, military propaganda. It literally the is. The end. Yes. Yeah, there's no but way around that. is it any more propagandistic than some mainstream Hollywood movies? That's going to be the question running through this whole podcast. It's obviously propaganda, but it's only super obviously propaganda because we're from the outside. So, Definitely. this is a moment to self-reflect. And also to make fun of this really stupid movie. <laughs> Adam, yeah. are you or are you not a communist? Oh, God. <laughs> That's how we want to start. There's some pros and cons. Let's just th- let's leave it at that. <laughs> okay, first thing, pro, all the powers in the hands of one man. Yeah. So you like that. Great. Yeah, part of the man. You're going to take my hard-earned money. Yes, for the better. Good. And give it to freeloaders. Yeah. Because they need it. I don't. What are the cons then? Nothing. <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> got it. Guys. End of ca- end capitalism. Solved, yeah. Adam is go. a communist. All right. Okay. We gotta talk about our hero in this film. Uh, I believe oh, yeah. his name is Scott Atkins. Oh, ultra <laughs> 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 hero. So you go to. Wow. Okay. We know where Dave stands so on this one. He loves to fight. He says that as much. He's like, oh, we're going to have to fight the entire Chinese yeah. army. And then he goes, eh, exactly how I want it. Yeah, we need we need, we need, need to address his fucking plan throughout this whole goddamn <laughs> episode because he is the worst military individual I've ever seen. And I have to use military individual. I know that's a stupid term because, like, what he is makes no sense. We'll come back to that. Okay. But maybe let's let's, let's set up the plot. Yeah, let's let's set up the plot. Tomcat, I believe is his uh, name. Yeah, Tom. his name's Tomcat. Uh, they all have stupid names in these movies. Such a dumb name. Uh, like in Wolf Warrior 2, there's another one. It's Big Daddy. <laughs> That's the villain. Ooh, so ooh. sexy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not so Big let's Daddy. Ghosts of Mars. Oh. Let's try and take it from the top of this movie. So Wolf Warrior opens in an industrial lot area where we get introduced to our main character, our hero, 
and he is the best sniper around. Lang and we Fang. see Tomcat's a sniper? Not Tomcat. What was it, Matthew? <laughs> Ling Fang. Ling Fang? Yep. Okay. Lang, Lang Fang. Yeah. It's No, I think it's pronounced Long Fang. Long Fang? Okay. okay. Lang Fang yeah. or Long Fang. Sorry about the mispronunciation, mispronunciation, but yeah, it's not a common name for us. So we're doing our best. We're doing our best, <laughs> we're doing our best on this. We really want to actually dive into this movie, but there's going to be some hurdles. So anyway, we get introduced to the hero, best sniper around. I think it's Fong. God damn it! <laughs> Let me keep going. Yeah, it's pronounced Long Fong, played by Wu Ching, and I think that's as close as we're going to get. Okay, Long Fong, played by Wu Ching, Long Fong, main actor. I, I'm just going to call him producer. Chinese writer. sniper because you know I watched American Sniper and now these two movies are just merging in my brain. But please, Adam, tell us what's going on. Thank you, thank you. I'm just going to refer to him as Long Vong. It might be wrong. I apologize, but we're going to move on. Anyway, he's the best sniper around. He's part of some Chinese military military group, and they and they're are, called the they're called the People's Liberation Army Special Operations Forces or the PLA. <laughs> did not I catch did. i did not catch that on our viewing but kudos yeah. I, kudos still neither did, neither did i i read the wikipedia and that's the only reason i have any information. yeah that might be why i got it too i don't know <laughs> okay that was very like but, that was not but clear. they do say pla a few times in the movie or do at they? least that's what my translator put down oh yes i guess we should also address that point is the subtitles there might be miscommunication with this some words might have not transferred over or sentences uh, so it's hard to actually basic cultural attitudes, ideas, yes. traditions. <laughs> so that was a challenge. But anywho, uh, the crew, they're busting a drug operation, I believe. And they're going mm -hmm. full splinter cell on this. You have people being sniped, bodies being caught by the the crew. Uh, one guy hangs upside down and snaps some guy's neck. They're using GoPros quite a bit. Uh, so you get that first person kind of feel as this military group is going in and to stop this drug bust. So right off the bat, we're seeing a badass team doing what they do best. But we're also seeing, dare I say, a lone wolf standing out among his group and not taking orders. If I could slap you, I would. <laughs> pack. His pack. His pack. His pack. Finish the analogy. God damn it. <laughs> nope. Anyway, we're finding out that there's a... You have like a military leader that's controlling this mission. He's got a real cool holodeck. I, I have to say the technology was kind of fun in those scenes. I really like to see a table that has light up displays and they're like whipping them around, showing the mission. There's cameras everywhere in this industrial area with this uh, drug deal going down. Anyway, besides I believe every soldier has a little mini camera. But there's cameras on the walls, like in high angles, so it's it's unclear. A of drone, how. a drone takes off at the beginning of the scene. Okay, one one drone, but like they're <sighs> within the buildings. That was the confusing part of this movie of like how are they getting footage of all this? Because later on in the movie, they're in the forest and they're just like. I disagree. I think when they just casually create rain and then don't address that, <laughs> it's more confusing. <laughs> oh yeah, For, I did not have that. How in my else notes, are you supposed to get rid of the magic graphite bomb? <laughs> With heavy artificial rain. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. The cameras are the confusing part here. <laughs> I had it in my notes because I went back to just like quickly skim through the movie. I was just like, how are they getting these shots? It's never addressed, but it adds to the action. We're actually seeing it from different angles. Anywho, the drug dealer uses his smartphone and the bombs go off, taking out a bunch of these military guys. And then it's a hostage situation where we have our hero jumping down from a sniper spot coming in and disobeying direct orders. They're saying, let it be. He's got a hostage. Instead, he shoots through the wall, 
to kill the drug dealer, which we find out is a brother to a drug overlord, I want to say. I think um, so. Yes. Yeah, his name is Min Dang. Min Dang. Okay. Yeah, Min Dong. We just call him Big Daddy. Yeah, this this one's not. We just call him jiggly faced murderer because every time he murders people, his face is jiggling. (laughs) Let's cut. Let's okay. Let's let's count it in between. We'll call him Puff Daddy since he's always puffing on his cigar. Oh, that's very true. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) So so the guy the guy that he shoots through the wall is the brother of this crime lord, the jiggly faced Puff Daddy crime lord. Yeah, and so I think that's we'll call him Jiggly Puff Daddy. Let's trademark that. <laughs> trademark That's a good it. name. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt for us. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Jigglypuff Daddy from now on. Yes, that is his brother. Yeah, so then I think the next... So it, that essentially that scene is the high watermark of action in the whole movie. Like, we were all sucked in, <gasps> and then slowly mm-hmm. it just petered out towards the end of the movie after that. And, and then it picks, yeah. it picks up a, a, a bit in the middle, and then a bit at the end. But this yeah. is really But it is But it does its job. It establishes Long Fong. He's a maverick. He's a rogue. He's a scoundrel. Mm-hmm. He does not follow orders and he gets thrown into solitary. Yes. Yep. Where he is working out, just sweating up a storm until fucking love this guy interests. Is so sweaty. <laughs> yeah, he's super sweaty. But we have yeah. love interest slash lady. I actually don't have her name recorded here. I got her name. Oh, God. Okay. This one, bear with me. Long Xiao Yun. Okay. Long Xiao Yun. Okay, that's okay. the best I'm going to do. Anyway, she goes to the jail cell and proposes that he joins this wolf warrior group. And the way that she does that is by trying to get him drunk. But we find out that our hero... Successfully getting him drunk. But he can't get drunk. Because he's never drunk before in his entire life. Yes, he can he only get drunk. Oh, was that what it was? I thought he could not get drunk. Because he started at an early No, he's age. a fucking lightweight. He's, he's, he's just like, I've never See, had a drink. This is where the translations are no longer reliable. No. <laughs> my translation shed said, I used to get drunk when I was three years yeah. old. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what <laughs> I heard. When I, he's 13. 13, okay. I thought. I thought he was bullshitting because he just immediately takes one drink and he's going like, oh, rice wine. <laughs> but he's he, grabbing his throat like Nick Cage and Mandy. And, oh, it's just. But he powers I thought, that back. Though. I thought, yeah, I thought he was like joking. He's like, oh, you can't get me drunk. I've been drinking since I was 13. That's yeah. why he's like chugging it. That's how I interpreted it. No, I, but but I couldn't tell if it was he was drinking it or if it was just spilling on his chest. But he was so sweaty, I couldn't tell. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of sweat mixed in with the rice wine yeah. for sure. Yeah. Anyway, after all this, like, you can't get me drunk. I've never been drunk. I'll never be drunk. He's fucking hammered, and he's just spilling the beans about like, oh, my fucking dad or somebody died, and like <laughs> this happened, and then he passes out. Probably pisses himself. They don't show it, but, but it's implied. You can tell. It mixed in with the sweat. <laughs> You'll implied. just never know. Man's covered in so many liquids. <laughs> was that almost like flashback to his dad? Like, was that very confusing? Oh yes. yeah. It was yes. that his dad? Because I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> We find out like, at the very end that that was his dad. Who's dad? I I fought that to the Little very thing. end of the movie. Everyone else around me was saying like, no, that's his dad. Yeah. We're seeing his dad's history and what he did yes. and his shame. And I was like, no, it's an unrelated movie that they just spliced in. And it turns <laughs> out I was wrong. Okay. But you were kind of it, right. <laughs> it's so confusing. We need to address this because it is not resolved and it shows up three different times in the movie. No, it gets so resolved. It, she's, it's pivotal. It, okay. Well, maybe you, you followed it better than I did. So she's getting him drunk. And at a certain point, as he's drunk, there's a flashback. Yes. So he's a child and he goes, 
my dad got drunk one time and fucked my mom and that's how I'm here and then all the kids start laughing at him he's like fuck you don't laugh at me <laughs> that's work on work I forgot about that hard cut a soldier marches off to war and a little boy watches him we think this is Long Fong but we're not sure but it yeah. looks probably like it's him anyway cut to this battle scene where there's Chinese soldiers fighting somebody. I don't know who the fuck they're fighting. Unknown enemy. Anyway, they're like, we gotta get the intelligence out of here! And then Chinese soldiers are just getting killed, and then finally one of the soldiers gets shot, and he's screaming to this other soldier who's evidently holding the information, kill me! Just kill me! Shoot me! And the guy's like, no! And he just slinks away. Yes. Hard cut. We have no idea what's going on. I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> if there's any kind of clarity in the cha- in the Mandarin, or no, I don't even know if it's Mandarin. I think it's Mandarin. I thought it was one of the Chinese languages. What, whatever is lost there is completely lost because I have no clue who these people are. And if that intelligence, I thought the intelligence was important for this movie. Oh no, and it's not. No, yeah, no. no idea. <laughs> Again, anyway, it's just honor. I think it, honor I is the only thing that's important. I think it's just he feels disrespected from the actions of his father for being a coward and not killing that man and How running away. How does he know that? Yeah, that's the thing. Strong, like, he yeah. doesn't know anything. And that's, Did his dad tell him that this happened and then it's playing back as a memory? But he doesn't know where his dad is. Hard cut. Back to our hero. <laughs> it's, it's almost Getting like this father-son this father plot was shoehorned in at the end. It doesn't matter or make any difference to anything. They really it only needed matters to at the very out. end with that fucking medal that she gives them. Yeah, they needed and to. Like, it closes the book We need for him. to come back to because that also makes no sense. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Why yeah. this guy gets the medal. The run so time, we'll come back. Yeah, the runtime was a solid 90 minutes. If we didn't have that the part best. and the ending... It would have been too short, so we needed we needed something shoehorned in. We needed more. We needed closure, I think. Yes, well, they needed family drama. drama. Gotta gotta get that in there. Yeah. Okay. So Long Fong, he is now recruited to join Wolf Warriors, and in order to join them, he has to be hooked up to a helicopter and be flown to a <laughs> secret place. Yeah, I can't get it out straight either. Uh, <laughs> that was clearly just like. <laughs> We've got some helicopters that the government's going to loan us. What if we just strapped the actor to it and said, like, do whatever you feel like? So he's running in the air, and he's clearly just do having a running great man time. In the air. No. He's, man, he's, he saw it, and he's like, I just want to do this for fun. I think so. He's smiling. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like the most... It's the most playful music playing too. It's like, bah, 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 and he's laughing on the ground. All the soldiers are like, that's the toughest motherfucker I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Oh, oh God. And then the greatest scene happens. And then the best scene happens when he meets. I I took very meticulous notes. So you got to let me do this. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is straight out of action movie, like 101. This is new guy recruited to the elite squad introduction, basically. Mm -hmm. So the commander comes out and he's like, who's this piece of shit who thinks he's good enough to join the wolf soldiers? And the guy's like, my name's (laughs) Long Fong. I'm a sniper. He's like, oh, yeah? You think you're a sniper? Really? You're not attentive. What if this were a real battlefield? So what happens is like 80 tanks pull up and like point blank at Long Fong's face. He's like, Mm -hmm. what if this were a battlefield? You would have been surrounded. 
what would your last words have been, scrub? And then, <laughs> and this is where either my translation just breaks down or there is just a cultural barrier because Long Fong goes, that would never happen to me because this is a barrier-free open isolation zone with tanks and shit dug in. <laughs> if dozens of enemies show up here, dug in and set up for an ambush, there's only one possibility, you motherfucker. You and all your men committed treason and you know what we do with traitors, don't you? That's right. We damn all your ancestors. And then everyone in the army's like, oh, shit. There's an okay, oh, that moment. Is not the way I took it. And he's welcomed as one of the wolf soldiers. Now, did you guys have the same translation as me? <laughs> word for word. Our, our translation was like, it was pretty loose. The way I took it, he was basically being like, well, if I got captured, it's because my commander was a dumb shit. And then that's why... Everybody was like, oh, we fucking got him. I like your version way more. (laughs) I watched it four times to understand it. Um, Because it took five minutes to explain. And like, I think mm. the takeaway is like, I am actually very attentive. Yes. It's kind of like, have you guys ever heard the Norm MacDonald logician joke, logistician joke, where he meets a professor and like, basically the professor reasons from like, do you have a doghouse to... You're a gay man. Basically, like all these steps along the way, you have to reason your way to it. But the joke is like, he meets the guy, he goes, hey, do you have a doghouse? No. Oh, you're gay? (laughs) Basically, that's what happens here is Long Fong is like making all these associative, like logical steps, assumptions that get him from, I showed up here in a helicopter to... You're a traitor and damn your ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just shows that he's always like seven steps ahead of everyone around him. And that I, I think that's the takeaway yes. from that scene. He's very smart. He's well, yeah, he's the best and the coolest and everybody loves him. Exactly. That's he's number one. Yeah. So he gets paired up with another group. I can't remember like what that guy's name is either, but he's not going to be with the leader anymore. Like the leader of the wolf warriors because he's a smart ass. So he gets downgraded basically and put in with another group of outcasts. Uh, but kind of, well, yeah, but he's let in. They, they embrace him. I don't think they're outcasts. I think they're just like, lower rank. Like, that took some balls. You're in you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cliches. Yes. There's a lot of cliches that carry over with this. I forgot to say, meanwhile, the drug overlord, Mr. Uh, Puffy face, big daddy. What's his name? Jigglypuff Daddy Daddy face. He's being captured. There's a military group that enters his house. And this is where we get the scene where they're taking him out and he's puffing on a cigar with uh, in handcuffs. And the American special ops comes in to save him because he's hired them to protect him. But then also find the killer of his brother. We got to make sure it's not an American squad. It's a mercenary group. Just mercenary group. I just just happens to like all be American. I think they're all ex, you know, don't, don't look into that too closely. You know, they all speak English. They're all us, ex Navy seals, but they're not American. You just have to make that connection in your brain. Dirty Western dogs. (laughs) They're filthy Western dogs. (laughs) Thank you. Capitalists with no pride of country. Dogs. Yes, they're they're. It's, they just love to fight, and it's very clear that they're just doing this for money. They they don't care yeah. whose side they're on. The mercenaries, like Dave was mentioning, they just want money. And probably the funniest exchange that we all laughed at was they're at the funeral of the drug dealer, the brother, 
and Puff Daddy Face is drawing the mercenaries over to a table full of cash and they open up one of the the briefcase with cash and it's a photo of our hero. And Dylan, I'm just curious if uh, you had a weird audio, but at one point we're unsure who says this, but it's just the photo of him and goes, a Chinese guy? And then yeah. it goes up to Scott Atkins <laughs> in a completely different voice. And he's like, yeah, we can his voice. Yeah, we can take him out. <laughs> so, just... so there were two there were two actors who it looked like they ADR'd initially. So they initially ADR'd Scott Adkins, but then they gave that up. Now there's a good reason they ADR'd Scott Adkins. Does anyone know why? It would be pretty evident as the movie went on. Doesn't have an American accent? Because he has a British accent. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought he was Australian, <laughs> oh, but yeah. yeah he's... No, he's got a very noticeable British accent. So they, I think they ADR'd him initially in that scene. And then they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. You talk too much. It looks too weird. But they kept the um, the black guy. He he kept getting ADR'd. I'm mm. pretty sure. Oh. Yes. Yes, he did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because it, 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 it sounded goofy when he was talking. I remember now. Yeah, because it was humby. out of sync slightly, as ADR yeah. usually looks. But the response to that cued me into what kind of movie this was about to be, which was like, huh, is that a Chinese guy? He goes, don't look down on China. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. It's going to be one of those movies. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. And this, anyway. And essentially, they, he's the, the those are the villains for the rest of the movie. And the, re- right. the reason that they are the villains or the, how they get into the situations is a little bit perplexing to me. And it actually made me question who this movie is actually made for. But in, in any event, he essentially hires these mercenaries, implied U.S. Western mercenaries, to kill Long Fong because he killed his yeah. brother. Yes. Then we get the scene where essentially, because the Wolf Warriors are this elite unit that are specially there for war games or doing like war simulation. So then that's where we see the, the token scene of Long Fong is... Put the put with a separate group, but he's a loose cannon. He's a maverick. He doesn't do things the way everyone else does. And then he he basically runs off into the woods, and then he essentially with a little ragtag group of guys wins the whole war game simulation. Yeah. And it's that's very- how everybody he wins over everyone, right? Yes. Yeah. So one one point of clarification: as all great movies, you could just have a very simple antagonist motivation, which is. M- um, vengeance for his brother, but they decide to complicate it because oh, yeah. it's not just vengeance. There's also a biological weapon that is designed specifically oh. to kill Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I forgot. About right, this. I, I forgot about. That. I forgot about this one too. Does that even yes. come into play? At now, any where time? now where have we heard this plot before? Grindhouse Courthouse trivia question: Where have we heard the plot before of a biological weapon designed to target only specific ethnic groups? Uh, Dylan, I, I think I have the answer for this, but I'm going to wait for Which? my other, my other okay. co-hosts to uh, take a guess. Go around the table. No, I'm sticking with James Bond. Dave says James Bond. That wasn't an episode we did. Tom? <laughs> uh, all I can think about is that Resident Evil 6, where they've got the C-virus. <laughs> Still not an episode we've <laughs> but, done. Uh, <laughs> Matthew? We didn't, we didn't talk about Resident Evil 6. <laughs> it's, got, I, it's Ninja Turtles, right? Ninja Turtles hate other species, so it's... <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, dude, this is like a biological Ebola vaccine that targets only mutant ninja Donatello, turtles. isn't that eugenics? Isn't that frowned upon? <laughs> no, bro. It's Mission Impossible 2. It's the Chimera virus. Yeah. Right. It's radical. Another, it's tubular. Another Thomas Cruise movie. So we are 
We're pulling from the classics here. Tom Cat, Tom Cruise. Mm, it's coming together. Mm. It's coming together. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I for- right. completely forgot about that virus because I don't so believe So basically, it's yeah, so Jigglypuff Daddy basically tells Tom Cat, that's the ex-Navy SEAL British guy, get your team together. You're going to go kill this soldier guy. Yes. Okay. And then it picks up from where Matt was describing. Yeah, so yeah. the training... Go ahead, Matt. I was going to, so the the training exercise, they go through this whole thing and essentially it's just there to show that Long Fong is is tactically brilliant and wins over the respect of all the commanders and everyone else in the Wolf Warriors. Then there is a... I think he only wins his respect during the scene with the wolves. Oh my, yeah, maybe, because that that is the the bizarre next scene that they are just randomly they're just in the woods or whatever after they've won this exercise and then they are attacked by about a hundred... CGI 1997 <laughs> CGI wolves. It's bad. It's, it's really, really bad. bad. It, it's in the middle of this like war games. Like where's everyone else? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they went their own way because again, they're mavericks, they're rogues. They do what they want, and now they're put in this weird situation where a pack of wolves surrounds our wolf warriors. So we need to be clear here. Who is here? Because I don't think the main commander is with him. No, I don't. I don't. Th- I no. think no. it's him. And his buddies. Yes, so the, the little tiny the the main, squadron. There's a scene there where the main commander's like, let's go down there and get them. And then our hero, Sniper Man, goes, wait, that's definitely a trap, even though he has like no reason to believe it's a trap whatsoever. <laughs> and so uh main commander's like, I'll fucking skull fuck you, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> but he doesn't go. So uh, the main force is destroyed. Then him and his band of like fuck ups, fuck up squad, yeah. uh, basically decide like we're just gonna win this. They do. Then they run off into the woods and they're just like camping, I guess. And a bunch of wolves show mm-hmm. up. I don't think they actually win that war game. They just take out the commander. They do because yeah. like, the war game is still yeah, the going. commander takes off his badge and he goes, "You got me." That's. Yeah, got That's me. That's how wars work, Dave. <laughs> if you kill the king, you win. Have you ever yeah. played Age of Empires? Come on. Oh. <laughs> Do you think chess is just a game? <laughs> yeah, for babies. Whoa. <laughs> I know if I were in a war and my my commander died, I would be like, I guess I just gonna stop fighting now. Yeah. I just gonna let them kill me. Like Yeah. That's the you rule. Just, you just give up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they say no rules in war, but there are yeah. some rules. <laughs> There's like, some structure, yeah. <laughs> I also find it funny that when the commander came out of like his mobile command center, he was dressed as like a cook or something. Oh, yeah. like, he was just carrying, he was carrying, he was carrying <laughs> cylinders. He had like the coffee. <laughs> they don't really explain that. Commander, the base is under attack. Oh shit! Let me get my apron get on. Sandwiches. <laughs> we have people for this. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so, uh, and that that's also the commander who threw him into solitary in the first place. So it was doubly oh, right. satisfying oh. for uh, Long Fong to, to get him. Nice. And they had like a crazy like paintball smoke grenade thing that let him snipe him. Anyway, yeah. it yeah. doesn't really matter. I just have yeah notes of their guns are paintball guns and they have sparklers. That's their weapons yeah. at this point. And they're yeah, now fighting it's... real wolves. That are attacking yeah. them, so they have to. So a pack of four hundred wolves <laughs> descend upon these guys. <laughs> How many guys are in this group? There's like four guys, there's four. right? There's yeah, like there's four. four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- the point is, they do not have real guns. They got like sparklers. They got Roman candles, and they got knives. Mm-hmm. 
Why they have real knives? But they have real knives. Thank At least they got something. God, <laughs> they got some real knives, and they fucking go full on. What's that Liam Neeson movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the gray. Once more to that good fight. Yeah, they're uh, they they fuck up a lot of wolves in yeah. this scene. Yeah, so they they just fight these wolves, and like there's this epic scene where. Uh, Long Fong stares down the alpha dog and has to take it down. And and he becomes the alpha dog of his wolf pack. Oh, my God. It's a a lot of bayonet charges when they're fighting these wolves for some reason. I just don't get it. Yeah. But yeah, he kills the alpha. uh, And you know it's the alpha because it's got a scar over its eye. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, can you clarify for me how a bayonet charge works? Like, do you remember how he's holding his gun with the bayonet on it? You're yeah, so the the you 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 basically like drop the butt of the rifle as low to the ground as you possibly can while still having it point forward in one direction, and then you like hold it by the barrel and you just start running and screaming and yelling, <laughs> and uh, maybe there's like a thrusting motion in there. It's optional. It's not really required. Tom, I'm really I'm really happy you didn't watch Wolf Warrior Two because the way that he holds the assault rifle in it would just make you vomit. Like you would have blacked out from this movie of just was pure it, rage. Was it gangster? <laughs> yeah, the there's gangster multiple turn? moments where he's like lifting up the elbow, going sideways. It's weird. Oh, so he's a real operator. Yeah. It's very tactical. Oh, yeah, I know nothing about guns. Very tactical. It was weird. Looking. I know everything there is to know about guns. That bayonet charge fucking pissed me off. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that is how they teach it in the in in the Chinese armed forces. But uh, to me, it looked like he would just drop the rifle as soon as he stabbed someone. Mm-hmm. It worked out great in the wolf fight because they always just like jumped on top of the bayonet that he was holding <laughs> above his head. Very very cool. Very cool. <laughs> very cool. That scene ends. And uh, we get like our next day. Actually, sorry, they're they're back at their camp in the little tent together, and they're celebrating their victory. and And we get one character showing his child, uh, a photo of his child. So we know that this is important. Oh, this, and you know this that guy, motherfucker's gonna he's die. Dead next scene. Like within twelve minutes, this man is dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Long Fong. I just love living. It's so good to be alive. So <laughs> this guy actually... Like, literally, almost his slides, like, yeah. I'm that's two that's years, exactly what he says. Two weeks from retirement. I love life. Just Wife just had a kid. Can't wait, Can't wait to be a granddad. Don't they sing, like, a fucking psychotic song, too, where it's like, Wolf Warriors just want to bang a chick. <laughs> yeah. We just want to fuck a girl. Oh. And you're like... Okay. Oh yeah. One uh, of these by guys the way, is dead. Feminism has not arrived in this uh, troop because <laughs> so it kind of has, but it has. So, so the leader of the entire, like the overarching commander of the Wolf Warriors, is a woman. This Long Xiao Yun. Mm-hmm. So there is that, but <laughs> but our hero, <laughs> when they're sitting in the plane talking about like, do you guys think it's kind of weird that a my translation said broad. I don't know what the Chinese I, word would have been. Yeah. My translation said broad, though. What did your guys I, say? I think we had broad as well. I can't yeah. remember. Okay, anyway. Yeah, that one came across perfectly fine. No <laughs> yeah. mistakes in any translation <laughs> right. on that one. So anyway, who knows what the actual word was supposed to signify. But then our hero's like, you think he's going to like, he starts speaking because these are the other team members. Like, yeah, do you think it's kind of weird? Like some guys are like, no, she's tough. And like other guys are like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. There's a broad leading our team and then our hero opens the mouth so you think he's gonna be like super woke about it <laughs> no <laughs> he's like <laughs> some man should really uh conquer her don't you think guys yeah. and they're like oh yeah he's like yeah a man like me 
That's his line. And then he fucking does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does what he sets out to do. Yeah. Conquer his CO. Yeah. yeah. But she's listening. She's not happy about it. And she just like fills the airway with static. Or is she? Or is she happy about it? It is kind of like a playful manner. Yeah. Like, I think there was this a little very smirk. Jason Statham in uh, Ghosts of Mars scene mm. where it's like, hey, you want to do it? Like, no, there's ghosts attacking. But yeah, okay. Yeah, well, right. When we have a spare minute. Because <laughs> there's ghosts sure. attacking, you dumbass. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so they've they've done the... So they, they kill all the wolves. Yeah, they uh, they're they're walking along. They identify exactly who's going to die in the next scene, <laughs> and then the next scene starts. Yeah. So they're just like in the wilderness. They're just like walking around aimlessly. There's no mission. They're not going anywhere, and the mercenaries find them. Yes. But before even the audience finds out, Cyberman goes, "I got a bad feeling about this mission." And everyone's like, ah, you're fucking crazy before uh, they start shooting at his buddies. What do they do to defend themselves? Sparklers. They have flares. sparklers. They, they get out their little flares and they're shooting flares at the guys with rifles. Yeah. yeah. Right? Except for. And they're hiding and yeah. shooting Roman candles. Our hero jumps down. Oh, one guy dies, though, doesn't he? Oh, yes, doesn't he, he like, dies. Yeah. Well, but in a weird Scott Atkins, way. <laughs> in a, Scott almost? Atkins runs up and, like, kicks the shit out of him, right? And then, like. Right. CQ sees the flares underneath his chest, so he shoots himself with three flares. Okay, and he's dead. We should we should give props where props are due. When you say kick the shit out of him, yeah. he literally looked like he kicked the shit out of a man. <laughs> like his kicks to the solar plex would probably make me shit. Like those oh, yeah. looked fucking devastating. <laughs> Every single time he ran up, he'd just like front kick like a door would fly off its hinges, but that to a chest. Yeah. And these guys would just be like, oh, fucking shit. And this is this is the thing. Like, we, we're crapping on this movie quite a bit, but, like, the close hand-to-hand combat isn't too bad where we have, like, these power kicks. Scott like, you, Adkins is the real deal. I think it's better. Than, yeah. I think it's really good. Yeah, look at Scott Adkins' yeah. uh, resume. But not just him. Like, our, our lead, when he gets down and he gets close... Uh, like he jumps down the tree, they're doing like spin moves. Like he's very acrobatic, and it's it's fantastic to watch. And he's also like full sprint in every scene. It's it's fantastic. So I have to give it yeah. like a kudos for whoever did the choreography for these fight scenes. Like at least the close hand hand, not the shooting ones. The shooting ones were just boring, and it, that carries over also for Wolf Warrior too. Oh but. yeah, you can tell Hollywood takes this lead from like Chinese cinema on like stunt coordination and shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, just not. Plot, character, acting, yeah. concept. So, yeah. So, uh, CG, CGI. <laughs> the the gunfighting in this movie isn't great either because you just never have a sense of scale or like where people are. It's always just like here's a person in this shot shooting their bullets, and then a person like probably ten thousand miles away, filmed four years later, uh, <laughs> is having the bullets impact him. Really tough to follow. Also, they do blind fire lots. Oh, God, I yeah. noticed. Like, they're not even looking. They're just, like, randomly shooting. Oh, yeah. a lot of blind fire. The line of sights do not. Well, we'll get into randomly Skillful. shooting yeah. in a little bit. So, the shooting starts, and for whatever reason, Tomcat decides, now nah, I'm going to kick the shit out of these guys. So, he runs in, starts shooting his pistol, donkey kicks a couple of them, <laughs> and then... <laughs> okay, so what happens? So there's flares being shot. Yes. Their their group escapes. The mercenaries go off in their own direction. No, no, no. Before that, how does this guy die? 
I think he flares to the chest. I think he falls on the flares. Yeah, the flares. He's, are like, he's trying to he's trying to shoot three flares at Scott Adkins, who's running up on him. He's like, "I'll get you. These flares can kill anyone, yeah. but three can definitely kill you." <laughs> okay. So he's got his handful of flares. He he triggers them, but Scott Adkins is too fucking quick for that. Yeah. So right. he he like maneuvers his hand under his chest so the flares are pointing directly at his heart. Yeah. And he flares himself like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we have the we have the death of the the real motivating force for um our hero now, Long Fong. Yes. His also buddy has been killed. Yeah. Yeah. And in case you forgot, we get a, a flashback of their tender moment in the tent of him showing his child. <laughs> that just happened yeah, five minutes ago. Five, five minutes has passed. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I got a question. Does Tomcat like he doesn't want to kill him, right? He wants to take him alive. Something first... like that. Because I... he he had clear opportunities to kill him and he doesn't. Yeah. Mm. Like is he just trying to capture him so the I think he's waiting because something's supposed to happen with Jigglypuff Daddy. See, I thought he was trying to capture him so that he can kill him. Yeah, like, I think so. The big oh, boss maybe. can take yeah, his Because there's out. a very clear scene towards the end when he's running down a hill, he's got like a clear shot on him and he doesn't take it. So yeah. I think he is waiting for Big Jigglypuff Daddy to show up. Why is everybody else shooting him? Because that sniper scene, which we'll get into. <laughs> what about those claymores that he has? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what about those claymores that just shoot columns of flame directly into the sky? <laughs> Magic claymores. Unclear. Unclear. Riddle me that! I think I think the idea is like they're all trying not to kill him until like, A, if he gets taken out in a big group, whatever. But they're not actively trying to snipe him until... He gets a little too fucking close and they're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die if I don't kill him. My best explanation. Mm. I don't think it's a foolproof explanation. It makes more sense to me, yeah, at okay. least, than yeah, what the movie presented to me, right? We put yeah. as much thought into this as they did. The, the filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more. <laughs> yeah. So we have we have the mercenaries running away. They're in their Humvee, yeah. driving away from this team after they murdered the, the one guy. And then the I believe the Chinese military sends in helicopters to take them down. Yeah, this is where the movie, the plot gets weird to me, like conceptually. So you'd think at this point it'd be the teams like cut off and isolated. Yeah. Right? Because th the odds are not even. The, the entire Chinese military is there yeah. for war games <laughs> versus like 10 mercenaries mm -hmm. or something like that, right? So in normal action movies, what you would expect is something happens to not not just even the playing field, but to give the bad guys an advantage which makes the good guy's ultimate victory all the more, wow, convincing he's a good guy. Yes. Mm -hmm. That does not happen. It almost happens. Yeah. We, we but then it does not happen. And then it goes the complete other way. In yeah. fact. Yes. And then it ends up, no, the whole Chinese military is there. Yeah. So typically, yeah, typically in like a, in an action movie, you would have the military out of the loop. They're just like, we can't get to yeah. you. Like a river has taken out the road or so, or like a flood or, has or taken out the road. Or they even turn on him. They they blame him. Yeah. So you just have this ragtag group of people, only five of them saying like, listen, we're on our own. We don't have any weapons. I've got a knife. Let's make some bows and arrows out of branches and stuff. Uh, and they come yeah. together. Like that's what typically would happen. But in this movie, it's 180, where it's just like, no, we have so, the full but, but military after you. strange is the bad guys act like that has happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Tomcat is like smirking. He's like, <laughs> they're like, the fucking Chinese military is going to get us. He's like, <laughs> this is all part of my plan. 
So immediately, an Apache pulls up, Sidewinder missiles, kills half his team. Immediately, half his team is murdered by a fucking direct hit from an Apache Sidewinder missile right to one of those Humvees. And he's still fucking smirking. He's yep. like, that's exactly what I had planned. And then another Apache shows up to his Humvee this time. They try to shoot it with a with a rocket launcher. Now, at this point, they put graphite in the air. So they're like, oh, great. Except... That fucking helicopter still got off another sidewinder and blew up their <laughs> only means of transportation. So now they're isolated mm-hmm. in Chinese territory with the entire military after them, including Wolf Warrior, yeah. who's fucking now got a motivation to come kill yeah. this guy. How is this in all under his control? In in most normal movies, that would be the good guy's situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's fucked. And yeah. I right? And this potentially just comes down to ego, where it's evil, evil Ben Affleck, just like his ego is so full and he's so cocky and he's just like, listen, it's just a military. We, we've we got this. We're the best of the best. They're terrible. <laughs> but the funny part is, though, the funny part is Tom Cannon is like three other guys. They take out a shit ton of guys. Oh, God, they do. They do take yeah. out a shit ton. That's why it's so weird. This is bizarre. This, so this weird. Is why I, we, this is why I was what? wondering who exactly this movie is made for. Because the fair, that this scene, we see this montage of essentially... So they were doing this training exercise, so they didn't have live rounds up until now. And then the Chinese, um, the People's Liberation Party army, excuse me, brings in live rounds and there's just like loads and loads and loads and cases full of ammunition and bombs and grenades mm-hmm. and everything. And then the fi- it culminates with a scene where they have all these arm patches that they put on their uniforms that are the Chinese flag right. that yes. say, I fight for China in English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's with that? That's for us. That's for, that's for yeah, us. That was, that was for us. Yeah. <laughs> And then the next, and then the next, I don't you know, forty five minutes or so is like you know against this half dozen mercenary Western mercenaries, kill like dozens and hundreds of these people in the Chinese army because there are so many of them. And like, who are we showing? How great the Chinese military is here, or how great the I, I don't know. It's just bizarre. Yeah, it's it's very, it's, it's, it's very a bad look when a dude with a rifle can kill like thirty dudes easily, handle. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. Oh man! But there, there is one thing I'd like to bring up before uh, we we move on. He shoots the graphite bomb into the sky, and it fucks up the helicopter, which then just has to like leave because Chinese helicopters are the best made that can withstand graphite bombs or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so it cuts back to the command center where they say, "How can we deal with this? We can't get air support in. We'll make it rain. Yes, bring on the artificial rain." And then the right. movie moves on, and it's just it's just over. <laughs> No, we don't hear about their like weather control machines. Oh yeah, I think we need to talk about the tree incident though. Not no, not yet, not yet. Oh yeah, no, it's important for the flashback. It it, it very is. Are, but are like, we not there yet? Well, no, we're, we're there. We're, we're, there. we're well, approaching it. I just we're want, there now. I want to do one we're, point we're because the mercenaries. You have to make sure you understand how evil they are. That they spray paint a rock going into the forest, oh. saying Chinese <laughs> oh, Boy yeah. Scouts. Okay, now we can move forward. <laughs> I bet you a million trillion dollars the original said something way worse than that Most and the likely. party's like no you're not fucking putting that you can't do that here's the other you can't do here's that. another point the, the other side of the arm patch thing they they spray paint that in chinese characters chinese <laughs> onto this. yeah so they can oh, read it yeah the chinese oh. people to read it and like okay. the last line between scott atkins and the and the hero he even says like do you speak chinese and he's like what 
and then he just attacks them. <laughs> so everything's like, oh, it's flipped. Oh, okay, okay, oh, let's just, yeah. let's go into the forest. Let's go. Is this a prequel to Geostorm, by the way, with the rain machines? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's a prequel to Red Dawn, the new one. <laughs> Takes place in the Geostorm expanded universe. <laughs> so they're they, they've got these thirty guys without air support, uh, with all of their real bullets because they had their commando arm up scene where it's like, yeah, put those bullets in that gun. And uh, they're running through. They're running through the jungle, uh, and they find themselves in a situation eerily similar to the one that his father was in, where there's a million guys versus we one think dude. It's his father. We think it's, we his, think it's father. his father. Alleged father. Allegedly, <laughs> what happened to his father? Even though there's no way any of us could know that story. Like it's yeah. just a story for us, the audience. Also, whatever. how would he know the story? He shouldn't, he shouldn't, unless his dad told him. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't know his father because he left. <laughs> yeah, and that's the implication. He doesn't know his dad. Unclear. Maybe someone else told him. You know, there's he got always drunk and fucked his mom once. That was the story. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone out there can clarify this for us, please respond to us and clarify this for us. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, if there's any wolf warrior lore experts out there, uh, hit us up. Hit us up. So uh, they, they're, they're all pinned down by sniper fire. And it can happen. A dude gets shot. And in the Chinese military, they don't teach you to throw smoke grenades, to flank around, to even spot where the guy is. They teach you one dude. Okay, he's down. Another guy. Run out there and get him. Did you get shot? All right. Next guy. Run out there and get those two guys. And they just keep repeating that until there's like bodies strewn everywhere. It's a carpet. Just, just so many guys. And then, you know, uh, the, the commander, uh, I think it's the commander. It was, yeah. yeah um, it's the, it's the main commander who's like, you piece of shit, you'll never be a wolf warrior. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he starts yelling at Sniper Man, just like, just shoot me. Oh, this hurts so bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to make it very clear though like he was about to kill himself and he's putting the gun up to his head and he gets shot through the elbow and his gun goes flying like this poor man this poor man's been shot like seven times and he's screaming out for his team just like end it and and it's like oh no he's gonna repeat his father's question mark cowardice <laughs> question mark that he cannot possibly know of <laughs> <laughs> yeah but instead he decides okay everybody shoot this tree with me and then like a hundred dudes just start lighting up a tree nearby yeah. to create the smallest amount of cover you've ever seen. It's not even cover. It's just concealment. Uh, Cause they start like crawling up and then they like pull the commander back. And hey, then after the commander, it does, it works. It, it works. I mean, it works, but it's like the dumbest plan you could possibly have. So, Again, none of them are carrying now, smoke grenades. Now we really need to get into some potentially cultural, moral questions that we're not totally clear. What is the moral failing of the father in the flashback mm. scene? What was he supposed to do there? I think based he, on based on the movie, not based on our understanding, based on what the movie's telling us. I don't know if what it's, is he supposed you to do. Never leave a man behind. It could be that. Okay. It also could be following orders. But then we also have our hero. What were the orders? No, it's it's always shoot someone. Shoot me, you motherfucker! When they ask you when someone asks you to shoot them, you do it. Otherwise, <laughs> damn your ancestors. <laughs> So is the father shameful for not having killed the yes. commander or shameful for not having saved the commander? I think it's both. 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 I think it's okay. both. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's both. Because he just left. Rather than do away. something like shoot a tree, he left, you know, like following orders. And that's shameful yeah, too. Yeah, he, he got the important. Because you're never supposed to follow orders. He got the orders. important information back to safety. So uh, apparently that's not. Oh, Fuck yeah. That guy. Yeah. Dishonorable I discharge. <laughs> you did sure. your job. Now, 
What Long Fong does is also not follow orders. In fact, that's kind of his MO, mm-hmm. not following mm-hmm. orders for the greater good. Um, so he actually saves the guy. But is what he does any worse than what his dad did? Because the father, okay, didn't follow orders, but he also made sure that, that information got back, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. So I, that's I where I'm, I'm a little in the dark on the on the moral equivalence yes. between these two. I would say no, because scenes. it worked out for him. But if it didn't, and him and the commander got shot there, then yes, it would have. <laughs> so, but like, I even if he died, like what what consequence from the like the military standpoint? That's is your it? commander. If he didn't have intel. That's like your father, Dave. Like he can't just but like in the the father's flashback intel that he had to bring back in the present setting. The wolf warriors had nothing. They were just fighting random mercenaries. So like. There was nothing to bring no, back. No, there was a virus that would kill all the Chinese. Right. Oh, that, that's not real. That's not part of it yet. We do. Oh, no, 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 that's not important. That's, that's not, not even in that this doesn't yet. Matter. What does matter is at one point, the commanding officers in the uh, thing said, go reclaim <laughs> China's <laughs> yes. honor. It was, I think it's that, but I also like the virus theory too. Filthy I think Western dogs have infiltrated Chinese territory and they have to be put down. <laughs> well, they what did, don't you get about yeah, this? They did just kill people in like, a Chinese territory and they shouldn't be there. So... <laughs> they killed a family man. Cue flashback. <laughs> yeah, sure do love living. They made him shoot three flares yeah, into his own part. chest. God damn it! The best. Don't reclaim China's honor. I fight yeah. for China. The best part is that's a moment in Wolf Warrior Two. <laughs> oh, so that guy comes up once more. So basically, after this oh, wow. point, the Chinese army basically runs through the rest of the mercenaries like <laughs> very quick. Literally, runs at this through. point in the movie. And this is where this is where there is such a cultural divide. Like it is not a fair fight. It's not like the strong few fighting the hordes mass. It's like no, the good guys are the hordes. They're just <laughs> yeah. like thousands of people storming them. Yeah, they're getting killed by the hundreds, but they they just overwhelm them with numbers. You know, <laughs> like heroes do. But but no, that's not true. We we have our. This hero. is not about a hero. This is about the army. Yeah, so. we have uh, long. long yeah, but the armies are the, the army is the good guy. Army is a good guy, but we have also. This is what happens when the army is the good guy. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> It'd be like Saving Private Ryan, but instead, like you're the Germans and you're killing the soldiers coming ashore. You're like, yeah, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's like, no, it's fucking... What? <laughs> All right, let's get to the showdown. The showdowns. Well, well, I, I also want to again, like we have Long Fong running through. Like he takes off all of his gear to take out the other sniper. That's on the mercenaries team. And this is actually kind of cool because he has like 2.5 seconds. Is it? I, I, is it cool? I thought it was Does neat. that make I'll sense? Put, okay, rather than cool, I'll put neat. Because <laughs> it's. Is it neat? Because she but, says a psychotic thing like snipers take 2.5 yeah. seconds to track your targets. And he goes, heh, I could do 2.3. Strips yeah. down, takes off all of his gear, has like a pistol, if that. And he just starts <laughs> running his ass off. And he's. Judge at a dive, and she says, "Now!" And then he Zig-zag turns, patterns. and the guy yeah. can't track him. But the weird thing is, and that goes on, yeah, but way longer. She says two point five, like the normal sniper time, and he says two point three for himself. Yes, but the sniper in the tree is also two point three. Yeah, was he? Because he's really good. Yeah. The okay. So either way, you have you have him running through the forest, changing patterns, getting closer and closer to the sniper, and he takes him out fairly quickly. Then you see the ragtag guys take on a, a like a giant. Like he is three times their size and one guy is willing to sacrifice himself by pinning 
his body on top of the giant and putting a grenade on the back of his head, but his buddy, oh, right. buddy rips him off and you know, all of them should have died in that moment, but they survive and it ends in a good little dick punch. Uh, so see that one makes nice sense. Humor in there. That one makes total sense. Classic David Goliath scene, right? Yeah. Like that oh. one makes total sense. Okay. Okay. It's the yeah. part where there's a thousand nameless soldiers running <laughs> through the forest. That makes no sense. <laughs> and maybe that's a cultural thing, but it's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. Cause you, uh, you want the, you want the bad guys to be taken out by named characters. Yeah. Yeah. Our named character is the PLA. That's just one giant character. <laughs> it's not even dog warriors. It's literally the other standard military guys <laughs> that are doing this. Yeah, you explain that one, Adam. I'm not going to. I'm just yeah. going to. By the way, this. the relationship, the relationship between Fong Long and Long Xiao Xiao Yu, it's so funny because they keep using mathematics as like a like a, a way to communicate. They're like when they first meet, she's like, "What were the chances of you shooting that guy?" He's like, "Fifty percent." And what's the other fifty percent? There was no other. 50%. It's like, well, then why did you say fifty percent? Why did you just say a hundred percent? Hey, maybe that's a problem with the translator, but I thought that was really funny. That. That he said fifty percent, and then actually he meant a hundred percent. Yeah, the weirdest fucking conversation. Yeah, because it I, comes up later again. Yeah, I think she uses it. Yeah, she uses it for him, and it. I think it makes more sense when she uses it. It's like. There's what are the chances I'm back in the army? 50% that you're out of the army. So it's 50% that I'm in the army. Now you're fucking out of the army, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta join Wolf Wolf Warriors. Oh god, I forgot that great dialogue. Yeah. I love the I love the dialogue in this movie. Yeah, I was just like audibly shouting to my wife because I had my headphones in. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but at this point, like the hero, he's taken multiple bullet shots. Like I think I counted. He he got shot like three times. There's been multiple right. explosions that have like tossed him around the jungle. He's probably got several concussions at this point as well. And he's chasing after... It uh, doesn't slow him down. He's barely affected. <laughs> but he, he's chasing after Scott Adkins and he steps on a landmine. And this is where mm-hmm. another like stats dialogue comes up. It's like, you got 13% chance of living on this one. And he digs around the mine, which I had to get everybody else to explain to me of why he was doing this. So it's, it's deeper down. So he has a higher chance of jumping off of it is it because it would just spray outwards and so it would dissipate a lot of the spray but we've seen the mines shoot up i think that's the idea or it'd be like a tunnel and it shoots straight up and if he just dodges out he would miss it completely is that what it was okay it's a bunch of bullshit either way yes he's faster than explosions and he survives and he makes another reference so this is the second or third time he makes a reference of like you owe me a drink for that one hinting at he's gonna take out the lady after this because he's gonna survive. He's gonna conquer her. He's gonna, he's gonna conquer her. <laughs> he he finally catches up to Scott Atkins. Then there's that scene, yeah, where Scott Atkins has a clear shot, but he doesn't take it, and he's just trying to reach the border so he can get out of China, so they can't do anything to him. But then this scene comes down to like, yeah, it's a little shootout. They run out of bullets, and it's kind of weird. Like it feels very lazy this fight scene because. You have one person on the higher ground, one person on the lower ground. They're in like this weird coolie situation and they're just shooting at each other and then they're out of bullets. Through the earth. They're trying to just like shoot bullets through the ground to get (laughs) each other. And it's just like way after the tension of the scene is like, oh, are they going to hit each other or not is gone. They're still shooting. And then they just keep shooting. And it's the most (laughs) boring shit I've ever seen. But But then it comes down to close combat, like hand to hand combat. And you have Scott Atkins say, you might not be the smartest soldier I've ever seen. 
but you are the bravest. But the guy doesn't speak English, so he has no idea what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just attacks him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is some cool fighting with this. Like, you get to see Scott Atkins do some powerful kicks again. Our hero's, again, like, flipping around. Like, he's very acrobatic. He's using everything. The The funniest moment that we were laughing at nonstop and we had to repeat six times, Dylan, was when Scott Atkins kicks the hero in the neck and they pan out and you just see like the ground and you see him fall on land on his neck. But it like that scene lasts for like five seconds. <laughs> it's beautifully like they done. had a guy holding him by the ankles, just like <laughs> lowering him into frame. And then they drop it. We, it was amazing. How many takes did they have to do that? In a movie like full of just beautiful cinematography, that scene stood out, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about this time the plot of the Jigglypuff Daddy is revealed. We have to have Scott Atkins deeply disrespect him and rip off his badge saying that you fight for China. And I can't remember the line that he does say, but we have our hero take the... the oh, knife I know the line. Oh, okay. Do you want to set it up? You can set it up. <laughs> Well, I don't know what Scott Adkins says, because I would never say that about China. I deeply respect that nation and its people and history. But whatever he says is fucking bad. He rips off the flag, probably throws it on the ground. I don't know what he does with it. Has the knife to his throat. Is about to kill our hero. But then our hero says, those who challenge China's resolve will have no place to hide. Fucking flips. Flips. Get him. Kills him. <laughs> Dead. Cuts his own... Shoves that knife right in his throat. Cuts his own throat to stab Scott Adkins mm-hmm. and his trachea. He will spill his blood for his nation. He was fine up until that point. Like, he wasn't going to hurt this guy until that point when he disrespected Well, he literally started it seeing Chinese flags. There's little tiny flags in his eyes. He was so pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the reflection from the patch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And just a nationalistic rage. <laughs> and then right after, we get the conclusion of the the chemical warfare bomb or whatever. Right. Yes. Well, they know that Jigglypuff Daddy's in China. And I think he's Chinese. I'm not, I don't think it's ever really clarified, but I think he's Chinese. But he might not be. He might be from another Southeast Asian country. Yeah. They're like, is he just here to get vengeance for his brother? And they're like, oh no, he's a businessman. He's here to do something else. And they kind of know what he's doing now here's my question Mm -hmm. is that the information that the guy who fucking potentially his dad is that the information let's just say yes (laughs) just tie it up with a nice bow because i don't think it is but let's just for comfort (laughs) they know they know a fair bit about it and i wasn't paying close enough attention and also my translation was shitty yeah i mean yeah i'm gonna say yeah it was it it wraps it up into a nice bow for us, if it's information about the bomb. But I think it was more just generic, unrelated military intelligence for a subplot they tacked on when the runtime wasn't 90 minutes. But that's Mm. just my theory. Don't take my word for it. Watch this movie for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, however he finds out, and I think it might be related to that, they know about this super virus, the chimera virus, but this time it's calibrated to target only Chinese people. Now, would Chinese Americans be affected? And would the Taiwanese be affected? Answer from the perspective of China and from the perspective of Taiwan. Hmm. We're getting canceled for sure, no matter what we say. Quickly, can I get canceled? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> would Chinese Would Chinese Taipei 
be affected. Oh my god! <laughs> what a pickle. Well, they're not they're they're not a nation, right? But they are Chinese. We acknowledge the existence. Well, we acknowledge I mean, them it's hard as to say, separate. John Cena told me so, so <laughs> it has to be true. I guess we're cutting all this, but that's yeah. the most like. Work. This is the best stuff. Yeah. <laughs> seeing, seeing John Cena sitting there speaking like, <laughs> I, I guess it's pretty good Mandarin. I mean, it sounded okay to me, at least. Remember when he would like come out like draped in a fucking American flag and like would salute the troops and all that shit? <laughs> That's over. That era is done. <laughs> nope. No, he's the peacemaker now, right? He now he's peacemaker. America. Peacemaker's actually a pretty fucking funny character. I, I've watched a couple clips of the show, but cut all that out. I can't let John Cena know that I think he's a decent. Yeah, actor. no, oh, that's that's definitely where we draw the line. John yeah, Cena. yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, let yeah, John yeah, Cena yeah. know that you're a fan. <laughs> Thanks, editor. Thanks, editor. Uh, anyways, in conclusion, <laughs> if you're joining us again and there's been a weird sound clip, that's because Adam is censoring me, and this is horseshit. Um, but so there's this virus. It's basically Chimera. It targets only the Chinese. Our hero stops him from escaping Chinese territory because on the other side is the best I can understand is the Viet Cong is running to join <laughs> yeah. him. Who the fuck are those guys? No and idea. And where are they? And I, where are we? And what year is it? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I had no idea. I tried so hard to like put that together. And uh, yeah, the closest I can come to it is like, oh, they time traveled. Like at some point, the graphite bomb just disrupted the space time <laughs> continuum. And now it's the 60s. Can someone pull up a map, a world map, and see which countries border China? And we'll do a process of elimination of who they aren't, who they are and who they aren't. I think they do mention it's the southern border of China. So, I thought they said southeast. Yeah. But that doesn't really, really make sense to me. Southeast is the ocean. Yeah. That's what it doesn't make sense so to me. So it could be <laughs> southwest. It could be mermaids. Vietnam, Laos, Myanmar, Nepal, Bangladesh. I don't know. It was India. It was India. India, yeah. The India it's, it's, it's North super, Korea. It's super unclear. It's it's super. Bahu Bali was in this movie. This this really did, in some ways, feel like just it had that same sort of like Bollywood energy, where it's like anything can fucking happen. You don't know what's going to happen next. I think, yeah, yeah and that's I think that's why I liked it because I just wasn't sure what to expect, and it just kept going and going and going. Oh, sorry, and building off of it. We were all the all the listeners are like, but. How does it end? He wins. Anyways, yeah, it had this crazy <laughs> Bollywood energy. He wins. He gets the girl. But there's an important scene that makes no fucking sense and we need to address. So he wins. He gets the girl. And then that guy from the flashback, you know, that guy who had the information, the intelligence and failed to kill his comrade and somehow is shameful and somehow is connected to uh, Long Fong. Yeah, he shows up. And is it the woman? I think it's the woman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Presents him with a medal. Yeah. Now, the implication is this old man, whose medal is that for? Is that for what he did? Or is that what for what Long Fong did? Or is that for the guy who got flared in the chest? Oh, my God. <laughs> Those are the only three options. It's not the flare guy because the flare guy comes okay. up in the second movie. And I'll touch on that in After Hours. But now, So why is this old man being presented with the medal? So I think you were right that this his intel was about the chimera drug that only targets Chinese people. That was the intel he got, mm -hmm. which led to them capturing. So I then he got the medal okay. for that. That okay. is not so what I took away from the scene. That was a shame medal. That was that was him being like, <laughs> not only do you have a son, but he is better than you in every way. Here's so, proof of that. 
This is the Razzie Award of the Victoria Cross. (laughs) You fucked up so bad, we give you an award. Um, I think, okay, so I, I think I'm right. I think the information he had was about the chimera virus, but it does throw the entire moral quandary flashback scene into question for me because yeah. I don't understand what he did wrong. Still, <laughs> I still don't understand what he was supposed to do there. It has to be a cultural thing that we're not seeing. It has to be. And then I still don't see how the fuck... Long Fong's situation is at all comparable and how his solution of shooting down a tree. By the way, he needed like 80 guys to shoot down that tree. So like even this guy who's the only survivor with this absolutely critical information, like what, what, why, why did they have that? Like have the flashback with him getting the info and running away. Now, the most important question, is this Long Fong's dad? <laughs> I think so. We don't know. I'm going to say yes. Well, we'll never I'm, I'm going to say yes. I mean, who was that man walking away from the little boy? Because <laughs> doesn't is she that, ask him? Is that the guy who Hold gets on. caught with the in, intelligence? Because like, I think I think it's his dad because when they're driving away, doesn't she say like, don't you want to go see him or something like that? And he's just, like drunk and doesn't care. He's like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, then? yeah he's just black. <laughs> he's fully immersed in the booze. He's got so many like bullet wounds and shrapnel wounds and concussions. He has to drink. <laughs> I think we were yeah, so confused and laughing. I think we missed that like little snippet Probably. of her. Like, are you sure you don't want to go talk to him? Probably. Yeah. Kind of. That, that sounds be. familiar to me, but I choose yeah. to ignore it for comedy purposes. Yeah. Fair enough. And that's, that's it. I'll accept yeah, that. Yeah, and that's how the movie ends. And then we get hilarious bloopers of the action. They also blow up the Boy Scout rock. Oh yeah. Uh, before the credits oh, roll, yeah. which is fantastic. But that's that's. I actually wish movies would do the blooper reel. I do too. I, I wish it. that was a thing. Still, I miss Jackie Chan bloopers. Like Rush Hour yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it was great. Jackie is always okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> got like three broken ribs. Yeah. <laughs> and that about wraps it up, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if there's much more to say except for the sequel. Sequel and the real world implications Two of up, go China. <laughs> diplomacy. But well, I think we should all say, like, in the end, would we did we like the movie and would we recommend it? Adam, you'll <laughs> go it. last. Tom, <laughs> what did you think? So, as an action movie, there's some stuff in there which is legitimately like well done. Like when they when they get to the hand to hand fighting with Scott Adkins, because like he can throw a kick, he can you know do the choreography. It works. It works really well. As far as like a movie that makes sense and is like coherent, no, it's it's just kind of a mess. Like they they've got a scene in the middle where they're like fighting a bunch of CG wolves with bayonets and blanks and flares. Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> well, it was awesome, and that's the thing is like is this is either like a serious military movie. Or it's just a goofy, lighthearted adventure about fuck-up squad trapezing through the wilderness. And I don't know what it is, right? Yeah. Five stars? Zero stars. Mm-hmm. One of the two. <laughs> Either way, you're getting fucking hacked. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I throw oh. it over to Dave. I also went into this movie thinking it was going to be what we saw in the first 10 minutes of like this elite team doing elite, awesome things throughout the entire movie, taking down who knows, but we didn't. We got a weird hour-long jungle scene. <laughs> which I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I give it like a solid two out of 10. Oh, I don't wow. think people need to watch it. Yeah. 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 Matt, how many scenes out of 10 do you give it? I, I will give it, I'm going to sit right on the fence and give it five John Cena's. I acknowledge the existence of Chinese Taipei, but I also acknowledge the agency of the communist party. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! 
Cut that out. No, ground. by saying Chinese Taipei, you're good. I'm good. good okay. You're all right. Good. All right. We're good. It's that other filthy T word that you no, can't okay. say. Uh, honestly, yeah. I feel like Dave, I agree with Dave. Like it set a high watermark in the first 10 minutes because there, there's a formula for these things where he's this maverick loose cannon guy who, despite all of his, I mean, he's he never follows orders or follows the rules and then just kind of fails upward and ends up winning the day and he's a hero in the end anyway. <laughs> but it's like obfuscated with all this weird biological weapons subplot and the weird, the weird thing where it's like a thousand versus six guys, and the thousand is the is the team that we're supposed to be cheering for. I don't quite understand that, but I mean the action scenes are cool, and it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's also not that long, which is like if this movie was two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that'd be a slog. So. Yeah, one and a half hours is yeah. pretty nice. Adam. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. I don't want to echo what everybody else is saying, but I, I sit in the middle with this movie where I probably wouldn't recommend it to other people. I would bring it up in a casual conversation, just like dropping a wolf warrior reference at times. The action, I, again, I like the close hand-to-hand combat. I thought that really drove it for me. The story overall was meh, is fairly bland. Like everything felt very vanilla, especially with them just being in the forest, like Dave was mentioning. That's not even shot nice. Like it, it's, it looks brown and gray. Uh, there's nothing that really pops in this movie. And I think maybe I'm a bit biased because again, I just watched Wolf Warrior two and that is a bright movie and they got the action down like spot on for it. So looking at this one again, no, nah, it just like doesn't transfer over. So I'm going to like, I'll probably give it just like a five out of 10, um, because I did enjoy some of the action, but also story wasn't that great military movies, not a big fan of. So hard pass Dylan hard pass five out of 10. Right. <laughs> Yeah, as a movie, as a movie, I thought it was as a movie, I thought it was very average. You know, five out of ten, kind of right in that range. Six out of ten, if you're really into action. Um, action was good. Plot was nonsensical. But given the existence of Red Dawn One and Red Dawn the remake, like we fucking deserve one of these. Like, come on, like we do the exact same yeah. thing. Oh yeah. Like somehow oh, fucking yeah. Cubans are the going to invade and like North Korea is going to attack. Like, come on, come on. Like we make these movies. We made them back in the 80s, and the fact that we even tried to make a new one in the 2010s just shows like how little we've <laughs> we've evolved. So we can laugh and point to fingers like, haha, stupid Chinese propaganda. Like we make these fucking movies exactly. too. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. totally yeah. do. But it's okay um, when we do it. Jeez. Right, right. It's just as corny and just as stupid when like teenagers are taking on the full-on Soviet like <laughs> height of the Cold War military. <laughs> I'm sure Soviets watching this, like, we would have fucking killed those kids immediately. Like, we would have. We have, like, chemical warfare and nuclear weapons. Why would we have any problem with teenagers? So, it's totally deserved. We do the same thing. But it is interesting seeing it from the other side done to you, where you're... I mean, they still cast an English guy to play an American. So, like, as much as we're trying to, like, uh, we're like, he fucking sounds British, so this makes no sense, but whatever. Uh, But I fucking hated that guy. So... Hey, you yeah. know, they did it. I hated him. I wanted the Chinese guy to kill him. You just didn't need to kill like 40 of your own soldiers. So I, I'd be interested to see how they work that out in, in the sequel. Because the sequel is supposed to be even better. Much like Godfather. <laughs> so let's talk <laughs> All right. So that about does it for Wolf Warrior here. Um, we'll catch you in the after hours. See you later. Bye. Ooh. Bye. Please, Adam, tell us what's going on. 
He's got a real cool hollow deck. He loves to fight. He's a maverick. He's a rogue. He's a scoundrel. He does not follow orders. He can only get drunk. It's implied. Man's covered in so many liquids. Woo! Sexy. I just love living. It's so good to be alive. Kill me! Just kill me! Shoot me! Just shoot me! Oh, this hurts so bad! Shoot me, you motherfucker! Whoa! I know nothing about guns. When someone asks you to shoot them, you do it. Otherwise, damn your ancestors! That took some balls. You're in, you son of a bitch. God damn it. If I could slap you, I would. That's how wars work, Dave. Have you ever played Age of Empires? Come on. Do you think chess is just a game? Yeah, for babies. I, I don't know. It's just bizarre. Not only do you have a son, but he is better than you in every way. Here's proof of that. Donatello, isn't that eugenics? I've only got one answer to that, and that's, oh, say, can you see by the dancer? Who the fuck are those guys? And where are they? And where are we? And what year is it? We've got this. We're the best of the best. It's a bunch of bullshit either way. John Cena told me so, so it has to be true. But cut all that out. I can't let John Cena know that I think he's a decent actor. You can't let John Cena know that you're a fan. <laughs> Let's make Montana great again, guys. Everyone knows Montana's just shitty Alberta, right? Like, So you're a freedom trucker is what I'm hearing. Cut that. Cut that joke. Cut that. Get that out of there. And that's how the show was canceled. <laughs> that one might be edited out, but we'll see. <laughs> We're getting canceled for sure, no matter what we say. <laughs> We're doing our best. We're doing our best. What a pickle. Oh, no.